0: all right what's up everyone this is the new episode of sports harder we're coming at you live on video and on anchor or wherever you listen to us uh we're excited for this uh special saturday morning episode of sports harder I am your host, as always, Maddie Lukewarm Ice. And my co host for this Saturday morning episode is Chris the Gorilla Binder. What's up, guys?
1: How's it going, man? Uh, it was a fun day yesterday, but that's kind of why we're post-closing the recording a little bit. But yeah, we're doing good.
0: All right. Good, good. It's good to hear. Yeah, um, that's that's one good thing is we're flexible about when we do the episodes and you know when we record and stuff like that. Um, we're not we're not big shots uh, enough to have a uh, you know set time or we get in trouble type of thing like they do on like ESPN or Fox yeah. Sports or something like that. If they now if they didn't do it they would get in big trouble, but I think we're okay. So. <laughs> Oh man, so um, let's start off with uh, what's going down, which the most recent thing was uh, Thursday Night Football and the World Series, so we'll kind of cover both of those things we had. Um, let's start off with the World Series. We had Game uh, 3 last night. Um, the Dodgers end up winning 6-2 to two against the Tampa Bay Rays. Um Now the Dodgers are up in the series two to one. We haven't really had a chance to talk about the world series matchup yet. Um, They're playing the games so quickly because of the uh, COVID situation, because they don't have to travel. There's no travel time. So they're able to play games like back to back, like, you know, for the championship series, they played potentially, and it ended up working out that way. They played seven games straight. Every single day for seven days, they they play games yeah. um, in in that series. So the um, the Dodgers end up advancing. We had already mentioned the Rays, I think, last time on the last pa- uh, podcast advancing because they had already uh, gotten that taken care of. Um, so first, we'll start off with talking about the this series. And then we'll talk about the dodgers atlantis because because I think there's some uh, unique things to talk about with that. Um, but how do you feel about Dodgers- Rays right now, World Series?
1: Uh, honestly, once the Dodgers made it, I quit watching. So I'm, I don't like the Dodgers. I never will. They they they're the National League Yankees. Well. So, They've made um, it
0: to the World Series three out of the past four years now, but they haven't been able to win one yet. Is this going to be the Buffalo Bills of Major League Baseball?
1: Could be. Absolutely could be. Um, the, Rays are, the Rays could give them a run for their money. I mean, they're up 2-1 two, two now. Um, if their bats get going, man, they're scary. They, they really are like they have so much power from one through nine that, that it's, just, it's ridiculous. Any one of those guys, one through nine, can hit a home run consistently, you know. So the Rays have a lot on their plate to kind of fight for. Um, I I don't think the Rays get it done, honestly. I think the Dodgers actually do win this one. They
0: they finally get get over that hump. All right. Yeah. Um, I actually agree with you. I don't think the Rays have enough to be able to get past the Dodgers. I think the way that this year was set up and how they played the games because of COVID is kind of perfect for the Dodgers because they can't get into their own heads because there's not really any downtime. They they just keep on playing consistently, and they just move on to the next game. Um, they don't have that time to be like, well, what if we did this? or What if we did that? Or you know, blah, 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 blah. And um, interestingly enough, uh, for the Dodgers, um, Kershaw and Betts together combined pay is twenty six million. Do you know the combined pay of the whole, all of the Tampa Bay Rays? Isn't it like thirty two million or something like that? It's it's twenty six million as well. Oh, really? wow. So the whole team of the Tampa Bay Rays is 26 million in pay. The Dodgers have two players that combine to that much for their pay. Like <laughs> that, that that that's that's nuts. And that kind of shows that the Rays don't really have any superstars on their team, but they've been playing as a team, um kind of like last year when the Nationals, yeah, the Nationals had, you know, a couple stars, but they they really were a team as well. They weren't like the Astros, where the Astros had these top names, you know, when it comes to that. So I think a lot of people are rooting for Tampa because they're underdogs. They don't have any big names. I just don't think that they can get past the Dodgers. I'm sure they'll make it a series because um, their pitching has been doing pretty well. But I, I think I agree with you. The Dodgers will take it. I think they'll probably take it in six games. I don't think it'll go seven. Um, yeah. And so I wanted to mention before, because I thought this was pretty funny we haven't been able to talk about it. So the Dodgers were down against the Atlanta Braves three to zero. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was three to one. one. Was it three to one? Three to
1: one. Yeah.
0: Okay. Three to one. And then the Dodgers come back and win the rest of the games to win the series against the Atlanta Braves is is the city of Atlanta cursed as choke City like <laughs> the Falcons the Braves like how many other teams the Hawks like how many how many of their teams are gonna are gonna like go somewhere and <laughs> choke in the playoffs like the the Atlanta Falcons choke in the Super Bowl they basically it was done it was over everyone thought the Atlanta Braves had the Dodgers. It was 3-1. Everyone's like, yeah, it's over. <laughs> and they they aren't able to, to make a comeback. So are we allowed patent-pending stamp to call the city of Atlanta Choke City? Is that their new name now? We need to change it from Atlanta to Choke City.
1: I mean, we've been calling Atlanta Choke City since uh, the Falcons lost to the Cowboys. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm saying that we, we've started calling it Choke City. Atlanta is Choke City. Like, they should have won. By all intents and purposes, they should have beat the Dodgers. Like, they were on a roll. They were on a high. Like, they they won the first game. They lost the second game. Like, they lost the second game bad. I think it was, like, 15 or 16 or for three. Like, it was bad. And then the next game they come back, and they win like six to three, and then they win fifteen to three or fifteen to five or something <laughs> like that. You know that they were on a roll. They were they were tearing it up, and then they just died off. Like, well, where did that go? Yeah, Choke City, Atlanta, Choke City. <laughs> it's it's a lock, choke ch- ch- choke city. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all righty. I'll. Uh, uh that's so, that's too funny. I love that. Alrighty, so um so now we'll go on to uh NFL with uh what happened with the um Thursday night game, the uh scintillating uh Eagles and Giants, uh who ironically enough, was still trying to play for contention for first place in the division with both of them only having one win. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So actually, because of that game, they are in first place. Well, yeah, that's what
0: I was gonna say. So with the Eagles winning that game by one point, twenty-one to twenty-two, um, the Eagles now are officially in first place in the division with a two-four-and-one record. <laughs> They're ahead
1: of the Cowboys, two and
0: five.
2: <laughs> like, like, oh uh, my goodness,
0: <laughs> that
1: whole division sucks
0: like i I feel like someone is gonna win that division with like six
1: wins. I feel like <laughs> well at the beginning of the year, we both that whoever wins that division will have a losing record. It'll probably be like a seven and nine. I don't think it'll go six and ten. I think it'll be a seven and nine record, but okay six six and ten is bad. I think the big thing
0: that will determine it is when the Eagles and the Cowboys actually play each other because they have to play each other twice. So I think that's going to be a big determining factor on who ends up winning the division, to be honest. I think that's probably going to be the only thing that actually determines who wins it. Uh, I don't think many of their other games will really matter, you know, when it comes to that. Um, And the the funny part is they're close games. Like – when the Giants beat the Washington football team, they won by one point. I think it was like 19 to 20. And now this game, 21 to 22, like, they're, like they're close games, which is weird. And, um, the Eagles were actually down by, I think 11 points. And Carson Wentz helps, uh, lead to, uh, touchdown drives to have them come back and win. um, and the one was like a, a great pass uh, to his running back, uh, Boston Scott. Um, it was over the shoulder, perfect pass to him into the end zone for the win. I, and I think there was only like forty seconds left on the clock when they when they got that that uh, go ahead touchdown. So
1: yeah, um, they go for two and miss it. I, I will say the funniest part of that entire game. He dies on that on that quarterback draw like he rolled out took off running and i mean 65 yards but he had nothing but green grass in front of him nobody was coming up on him like he was clear he was running in the clear tripped over his own feet and fell (laughs) (laughs) he's just running all of a sudden like he just rolls I'm like what happened dude like there was nobody coming up on you like you were clear for the touchdown <laughs> and one of one of my buddies that was we we're watching the game while we were bowling um one of the guys, he goes oh well, that just proves that the NFL's fixed <laughs> <laughs> he's like wait
0: wait 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 i got to i got to do something before i score whoops like <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was hilarious to watch um oh my
0: gosh, that's that's too funny. Um all right, well let's talk about some NFL uh, news. What's been going down? A lot of different things have been happening. Um we we'll start with the most recent thing, which uh Antonio Brown making a comeback to the NFL follows his um what do you want to call? His uh his girlfriend Tom Brady to uh Tampa Bay because um as we know he did try to um he did try try to play with the patriots and that didn't work out with tom brady um and so now he follows them over he follows tom brady over with the uh tampa bay bucks uh we got a couple comments uh luckily both of them were from our wives so <laughs> they're looking out for us trying to make some comments here for us um so, uh, your wife, uh, Jeanette said, uh, maybe at least one more to tell him when it's fourth down. So <laughs> he has another, he has another teammate to, to like look him and be like, Tom, 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 Tom. <laughs> 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 um, so, uh. Uh that's 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 uh another thing. Um and then um good old Melanie the felony said uh this is crazy. I think he should be done. He was such an attention. However, it is not surprising. He wanted to play with Brady when he went to the Patriots, but that didn't work for him. Hopefully he won't mess it up again if he gets the chance. So what what do you what do you think? Is he gonna mess it up again or is this like his uh, redeeming time to come into the league, you know, to swoop on in?
1: If he keeps his mouth shut, he'll be fine. Um, what's funny is I, I remember you actually calling this at the beginning of the year before the season even started. You said, you said, what do you want to bet Antonio Brown if he comes back to the Bucs? <laughs> <laughs> You, you called it, man. Um, I mean, you had a little bit of a scare there. He almost went to Seattle. I know. Like They they were working out the deal in Seattle, and you were like, no. <laughs> I was like, well, on the bright side, he could tear that entire wide receiver room apart from the inside. You know, having DK Metcalf, Tyler Lock, freaking Josh Gordon. Like, they're just stupid good. And then add Antonio Brown, like, Ugh. No, I think I think as long as he keeps his mouth shut and plays the game, you know, he actually follows Tom Brady's lead because Brady's like, dude, don't don't showboat, just shut up, play the game. But let's play the game. And he, he's always been like that. That's one thing that I respected about Brady is he's never been that showboat guy. You know, he he's really he's intense and he he has the passion for the game, but he keeps his teammates in check. You know, he, he's he's a true leader of the team and everything. And I think he could be good for Antonio Brown as long as Antonio Brown doesn't get it his own way.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it's – I said at the beginning of the year, too, that I feel like the Bucks are doing a – they're pulling a Rams when the Rams went to the Super Bowl by getting all of these superstars and kind of just putting them together and being like, hey, Super Bowl or bust. So I feel like the Bucks are saying – Super Bowl or bust. Tom Brady is getting old. Like, we we need it now, type of thing. And, um, ironically enough, I feel like Antonio Brown and Mike Evans have the same personality. Like, Mike Evans is very in-your-face, at least on the field. He's very in-your-face, talking trash, like, you know, he wants the ball, he thinks he's the best. So, Like, if both of them are playing off of each other and, like, you know, they're both, like, you know, back and forth, I feel like that could be good for Mike Evans as well because he's going to have someone else that has the same personality as him on the field. Um, But we will see if it can translate into gelling. I mean, when Antonio Brown was with the Patriots, I think – Tom Brady threw one touchdown pass to him, and I think that was in a preseason game. Um, so, you know, I we, we don't know what connection Tom Brady and Antonio Brown will have. Um, I can tell you this. Um, someone has already picked up Antonio Brown on our fantasy football league. <laughs> someone has you? already picked him up. Was it you? It was not me. I tried. <laughs> okay. But um, I can't remember who it was. Um, But, yeah, someone's already picked him up. So people are already thinking this is going to be a a good thing. Um, I don't know how long it will take for him to actually be able to start playing. I know, obviously, he can't play this week. You know, that's, that's too much of a short notice. But... Um we'll see how long before he'll actually be able to start playing. Because wasn't he, like, suspended by the league as well? Doesn't he have to serve, like, a certain amount
1: of games to be out? Uh, I think it was – I think it's 21 days. So three weeks. So I don't know for sure, though. I think they have to have so much practice in before they are allow him to hit the field. Oh, uh, okay. So, so, yeah. Oh, and it's a, an, another 10 years. Plus, he's actually suspended, so yeah.
0: Oh, another ten years. So yeah, my friend Andrew, who's a who's a big uh, Ravens fan.
1: Um, <laughs> that, that, that's who I'm playing this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, that'll be a tough
1: matchup for you because
0: um, Andrew usually is either in the semifinals or the finals almost every year for my league. He's 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 pretty good at fantasy football, so. Um, that'll be a tough matchup for you this this week. Um, I finally got... Yeah, first, he's got, he's got uh, a good team. Talking about fantasy football, I finally got my first L last week. Um, so I'm tied with Boo Boo, and Boo Boo uh, decided to rub that in, in my face that he's now tied with me at five and one. Um, and he says that he has a better record because he has more fantasy points, but... That was when he had Dak, and Dak was putting up all those crazy numbers. But you know, Dak is out now, so we'll see how much fantasy points he can he can start getting with uh, with not having Dak Prescott anymore.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, I, I got my second loss too, so I got beat down. But yeah, all my team, most of my team was on a buy, so I was like, right, well. Sucks. <laughs> so I had to go pick up like whoever was left so I could actually have a team and still lost. <laughs> All
0: right. So the other news that happened uh, this week that we posted as well was um, the Miami Dolphins have decided to bench uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and start Tua uh, for this week Um We'll we'll get into how we feel about it. We did have Melanie the felony comment about it. She said, "I think it's great he's getting playing time, but don't think Fitzpatrick should have been benched. He is doing good for them lately. Tua needs to pay his dues." Um. So I'll I'll start off with uh with you on how you feel about the benching of Fitzpatrick and Tua now getting the start.
1: Um. Well, I can look at it as you know he's he's doing real, like uh, Fitzpatrick is doing what really well. So why are they benching him? Fitzpatrick has this knack of at the beginning of a season he he does okay, he doesn't do great, and then towards like the early mid season he blows up and he's like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And then he implodes. And he's done it on every team every year that he's actually been a starter. The problem is, like, when he implodes, he takes the entire team down with him. And I honestly think he's he's reached his peak. And the coach knows this is Fitzpatrick's style. So he's going to pull him before he hits that implode and destroy the entire damn team. So I I think it was a good move on the coaches, but at the same time, I don't if he was 100% ready. I mean, he looked good in his two passes that he had, but (laughs) you you can't base an entire game off of that. The bright side is he still has Fitzpatrick healthy. If first and second quarter, he's not doing so hot, he's thrown an interception or two, you know, he can't seem to get his or he doesn't know how to get out of the pocket because he's actually a fast dude. Um, The coach always can go, okay, you're obviously not ready. Let's get your set down. Let's grab uh, Fitz and throw him back in to finish off the game. So I think it's more of a test to see kind of where he's at, not so much a bash on Fitzpatrick.
0: Fair enough. Sorry about that. It's part of having a, a dog that bugs you about getting him as water. Um, so, yeah, I I agree with you that Fitzpatrick, he does that whole thing, you know, where he starts off okay, or you know, the whole, like, Fitz magic thing, you know, like, oh, magic. Um, and he's, you know, awesome. And then he has that game where he throws four picks, you know. <laughs> so it's just like – there you know he he finally gets to that point at some point but I feel like as a coach I wouldn't be able to justify doing that until he actually does it, until I see the four picks then I can be like all right Tua you're the future let's get you in there um you know I feel like you got to ride the Fitz magic until the magic wears off like in my opinion and Tua can learn as much as he can all the way up until that point because like you said I I don't know how ready he is, but other quarterbacks make it hard for that to happen because Justin Herbert got thrown in there. And then all of a sudden everyone's like, Oh, well, Justin Herbert, look at him blowing up the league right now. He's a rookie. So Tua, you need to step up to his level, do the same thing, get in there, you know? Um, So I feel like other quarterbacks kind of make it hard for justifying being able to keep someone on the bench and keep them, um, like, you know, getting ready and learning. I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers. What, he was behind Brett Favre for like four years, right?
1: <laughs> I think it was three, yeah.
0: So, I mean
1: – Three or four years, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you know, th- th- there's nothing wrong with not playing, but everyone has this stigma of, oh, well, if they're a first-round pick quarterback, they have to go in at some point during the season, and I don't buy that.
1: I, I I don't believe. if they're a first round pick anywhere like any position they're expected to be a starter,
0: yeah 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 true that but I mean other positions are kind of easier to like have a learning curve the quarterback position is like the hardest and the most like criticized position. like it gets criticized the most,
1: so yeah um so, all right, well, the, the, the wins and losses. What's up? But yeah, I was just going to feed off of that quarterback thing like the wins and losses are blamed on the quarterback. Yeah. So, if you have a if you have a rookie DB, you know, and they give up a 70-yard touchdown, the game isn't their fault, you know, like if they lost the game. So, so just example, had two of them for the Raiders. Uh, Damon Arnett and Amik Robertson like their first games in they gave up 70 yard touchdowns and they're cornerbacks but the game wasn't blamed on them it was blamed on Derek Carr yeah so yeah quarterbacks are scrutinized more than any other even though all first rounders are expected to be starters
0: exactly well we we appreciate everyone with their comments and everyone that has uh said something. we always appreciate the comments. we can always count on them wives right
1: <laughs> yep
0: um so uh let's uh let's get into the uh top five bottom five uh for this week. i think uh some things have kind of you know changed after this past week of playing uh games uh I know mine has mine's mine's gotten uh, a lot different. So um do you want to start off or do you want me to start off? You start off.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: you gonna play off. Awesome I, uh-huh? I started last week. Huh?
1: I started last week.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Uh well let's see. Let's let's start off with the bottom five, because that's usually like the easiest to be able to do um when it comes to that. So let's see. The the fifth worst Team,
3: hmm,
0: uh, man, uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with maybe, uh, maybe the Vikings just because they just came off a loss with uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Um, the, the Atlanta Falcons were down and out, and that should have been an easy win. Um, they only have one win right now. They're one in five. Um, they're, they're, not, they're not looking so high right now. So I'll go, I'll go with the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Then uh, the fourth uh, worst team, i um, going to go with uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. They are one in four right now. They had a huge lead against the Colts. I think they were up like 21 to zero. And the Colts come back and, and beat them. Um, definitely, you know, the, you gotta you gotta win those games. You can't go up twenty-one to zero and then lose. Um, the The third uh, worst uh, team, I'm gonna go with the uh, the New York Giants. Um, they come off a win against the Washington football team, but then lose by one point against the Eagles again, excuse me, after being up, you know, by 11 points in that game. So that, you know, that is no bueno. And then the the fourth, the fourth worst team going with the Washington football team, I know everyone's going to be mad because the NFC East has two in the, in the bottom five, but he's well-deserved. Um, the Washington Football Team again losing to the New York Giants, so that shows how bad of a team they are. And of course, as always, the worst team in the NFL. Drum roll, no surprise: the New York Jets. <laughs> they they are due. <laughs> so uh, no no win yet. Zero and six. If they get a win. I, I still don't know if I would move them up any <laughs> anymore, but with having zero zero wins, I still gotta I still gotta go with the uh, the the Jets on that. So we'll we'll, we'll pause so that way people can kind of think about both of ours for that. So you do your bottom five now.
1: All right. So number five. Mine's gonna be a little bit different than yours because I'm looking at more than just records. I'm looking at like the point four points against, kind of who they played. Um, that, so, to me, number five would probably be probably be the Giants. Um, should put Washington in front of them, but. Um the Giants have actually scored less points. The only team that scored less points than the Giants. Oh, there's two. Wow. The Broncos and the and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> the only two teams that have scored less points than the Giants. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> um and the Broncos aren't even on the list. That that's funny. Uh but yeah, number five, I'll throw the Giants. Um they they've won one team and they' Team, or they've won one game and that was against the Washington football team and they won by one point like yeah they've been in most of their games um, until they just give up in the fourth quarter so for me they're number five number four is probably going to be the Washington football team uh, I know I know the Giants beat the Washington football team but I think the Washington football team has more of an upside than the Giants do um, they, they have the ability to win more games. What's funny about those two teams, even though they're one in five, both are – well, the Giants are now one in six. Um, So, wait.
0: They're both if – you, If you're saying that the the Washington football team has more upside than the Giants, doesn't that mean the Washington football team should be number five and then the Giants should be number
1: four? Oh, yeah, backwards. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm backwards, <laughs> I'm backwards there. So yes, so yeah. Number five is Washington. Number four is the Giants. Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I I did it backwards. I'm <laughs> it's early in the morning, man. Relax. <laughs> for me, not for you. Uh, but no, the the what's funny about that is the Giants and the and the Washington football team are one game out of first place in their division. (laughs) So there's upside. Absolutely. That's horrible to look at. (laughs) Hey, I'm one and six, but on the bright side, we're one game out of first place. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. Terrible, terrible. Terrible. Um, So number three worst team. I'm gonna have to go with the Jaguars. The Jaguars have been just garbage. Like, I mean, they 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 gutted their entire team in the off season. Like, they lost most of their defense, and they're they're just not good. Guard, Guard 2 is not the future of that team. You know, it, it they're just not good. Um, number two, worst team. I'm going to have to uh, – this so one's hard. hard. I don't know who number one is, but number two, <laughs> I think I'm, I, I I'm going to go with the Vikings. Like, Oh, wow. They, they, look, they look good in one game, one game. Every other game, they just look like trash, which doesn't make sense because Adam Thielen is a beast. Justin Jefferson is like – Dude's a candidate for Rookie of the Year. And then Dalvin Cook is monster behind that O-line. Yeah. But they can't put it together. I don't think it's their offense that's holding them back as much as it is their defense. They've always been known as a very strong defense. The NFC North period has been known as strong defense. Yeah. The Chicago Bears, the Packers, the Lions have always had a really strong defense. Lions' problem has been they don't know how to finish games, but the Vikings' defense has been a no-show this year. Yeah. So to me, until that defense shows up, they're they're teams in the NFL. Like they're right behind the Jets. They, their defense needs to show up. Yeah. But yeah, the the obviously the Jets are number one worst team in the NFL. They're, they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Pull the Barkley. <laughs> All
0: right. So now we need to do our uh top five uh when it comes to the NFL, which is the uh the fun part to be able to do. Um let's see, so the 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 man the fifth best team in the NFL um man. This is, this is a hard one because I know my top three, but the ones after that, you know, kind of difficult
1: to pick out. Um Do you want me to go first while you're doing yours? While you're thinking of yours? What's up? I've got mine. Do you want me to go first on this? <laughs> Well, I I've, I I've got mine.
0: I know my top four. I'm just trying to figure out who I would want to put in that fifth spot. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the I'll go with the the Tampa Bay Bucks is who I'm I'm gonna go with when it comes to that. Um, they they come off a big win against the Packers. They're getting Antonio Brown. They their defense is like finally showing up, which is good. Um, their defense has been kind of stepping it up each week, so, and they got the the offense is starting to click. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, number f- the fourth best team in the NFL. I'm gonna go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they they come off a dominant win. Um, uh,
1: I think they played the Bills, didn't they? Was this week? Yeah, and let's let's talk about that really quick. The Bills had the ball in the second half for six minutes. For six
0: minutes, wow.
1: <laughs> six minutes in the entire second half. That's how dominant the Chiefs were. Wow. Yeah. So
0: the Chiefs kind of make a statement of you know we're not going li- to lose another game, two games in a row, type of thing. So they go out and they dominate the Bills. Um, the Bills were kind of up there on my list until now losing two straight. You know, um, their their defense isn't stepping up um, as much anymore. Um, now, the top three uh, is going to be interesting because, you know, like I said, in my opinion, you have to put 5-0 and teams up there. You know, no matter how you feel about them, they haven't lost. So you have to put them up there. Um, so the um, – the, the third best team I'm going to say is the uh, Tennessee Titans. I'm going to put the Tennessee Titans at number three. Um, they are dominating. They're running the ball with Derrick Henry really well, which is always supposed to be their game plan. Tannehill is proving Miami.
3: You,
0: you screwed the pooch on me, like getting rid of me basically. Um he basically showed them, Hey, if you put me on a decent team, I can do something. <laughs> Don't put me on a crappy dolphins team. Um, so, and they wanted to prove with the whole COVID thing and all of that. I think they're a team with a chip on their shoulder, which helps them play better. I, I feel they play better when they had a chip on their shoulder. So um, definitely uh, going with the Tennessee Titans, the, second best team in the NFL. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they dominated your supposed, uh, division champs, Cleveland Browns. Um,
1: (laughs) yeah, that was bad.
0: Absolutely. Mauled them, which I called, I said that defense was going to make Baker, you know, not look so hot. So I definitely, I definitely called that one. Um, um, Big Ben is not playing amazing. He's he's playing within his limits of you know his age and everything else. But the players around him are making the plays when he gets them the ball. Um, especially with that new rookie Claypool. Um, as soon as he blew up, I tried to get him in fantasy, and, and I'm pretty sure another ten years picked him up as well before I could. Um, <laughs> yep. he, he's always on top of it with getting getting people really quickly. Um so yeah i think they're the second best team and this uh pains my heart to say but the uh number one team in the nfl right now is the seattle seahawks um russell wilson has kind of bumped his name ahead of the mvp race after aaron rodgers dropped that dud against uh the tampa bay bucks um so yeah, I gotta give it to the Seahawks right now. They're five and zero. They're in one of the hardest divisions in the NFL, if you ask me right now, and they're still you know five and zero. So um, definitely gonna give it to them. I actually want to make a change to my number five, if I could, instead of the Tampa Bay Bucks, because I just looked at it and I just realized um, I, I would rather put the Baltimore Ravens at five. I, I, I think the Ravens at five and one they're still dominating. They're still doing their thing. Um Tampa Bay is close. They're kind of like a 5B. <laughs> but I got I got to put the um the Ravens at number 5 actually just because the only loss that they have is against the Chiefs and so that's why the Chiefs are above them. So so yeah, just a little little tweak there after I after I saw that. I totally forgot about the Ravens. So <laughs>
1: All right, so my top five. Number five is the Texans. <laughs> totally kidding, totally kidding. <laughs> I, oh I can't God. do that. So number five, I'm actually kind of uh, like you said the Bucks, and I was like, ah, the Bears beat them. You know. That's true. So so I, I was honestly I was leaning towards the Bears as number five. And that that get me kind of kicked in my house because my wife's a huge <laughs> She hates the Bears with a passion, just like I hate the Broncos and you hate the Seahawks. It, it, it is what it is. That inner inner division rivalry.
2: Yep. But
1: I think I'm going to have to go with you on number five and say the Ravens. Um, they're a solid team. They're they putting up points. You know, they're money. And then before I'm with you on that, it, it's the Chiefs, and that one hurts. <laughs> it, it's the Chiefs, unless the Raiders beat the Bucks this week. If the Raiders mm-hmm. beat the Bucs, they kind of have to be in the talk, maybe not in the top five, but definitely in the top ten, you know, uh, just because the way they manhandled the Chiefs. I mean, they're, they're coming together. If their defense can keep playing, then they're all right, yeah. Um and it's it's funny because I'm looking at like the points four points against and most of the teams there's there's a pretty good spread on points four points against. Um the Raiders, points four, one fifty one, points against one fifty-two. There's a one point difference between their points four and points against. They're the only team that's that that's that close. Man, gosh. So just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah anyway um the so number 4 is the chiefs <clears throat> number 3 uh, i'm actually going to go with the seahawks at number 3 oh wow okay uh the seahawks defense needs to step up they they really need to step up the titans the titans are they're playing better than the seahawks the Seahawks have barely snuck out a couple of their wins where the Titans are just completely dominating everybody as they play. Yeah. Like it's, it's not even fun to watch the Titans play because they, I mean, they have the incredible Hulk running the ball. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> the guy throws grown. Like it's, it's insane. Yeah. So to me, if the, if the Seahawks defense can step up, you know, and give Russell Wilson that, that, Space that he needs, basically to like points wise to win a game. Yeah. Then it's easier. Yeah, Russell Wilson is his front runner for MVP, but that's because he's had to push his team to win. He's he's constantly had to like, I I wouldn't say he's come from behind in every game, but you know he he's had to show some magic to actually win his five games. Yeah. It's not it's not easy wins. You know. Yeah. So, so, number two, I'm going to go with the Titans. Um, I, just, I, I think they're playing better than the Seahawks are. They're better than most of the teams in the NFL. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, they have the Incredible Hulk running the ball. <laughs> and number one, the, the reason that this team went number one to me is because of their points against, um, because of their defense, and that's the Steelers. I thought Steelers were, were pretenders at the beginning of the year, kind of like I thought, you know, the Titans were. Yeah. And now look at them. They're my number one, number two teams. But the Steelers' defense is the only defense that's held their teams in five games under 100 points. Less than 20 points a game. They they're the only team to do it. God. So because of the, how strong their defense is, that's why I have to put them at number one. Like their is their offense is doing enough to win the games, but their defense is actually winning the games. And I mean, it, it's always been said, defense wins championships. Yep. And if their defense keeps this up all year, they're they're front runners for the Super Bowl.
0: And then uh you know maybe Big Ben can ride off into the sunset you know because <laughs> I think he just wants one more and then he'll probably call it good to be honest.
1: Yeah, I think he's got two already, right? He has two, been to 3. Yep, he has two and he's been to 3. He's
0: only lost he's only lost one Super Bowl to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, I mean, not too bad of a way to lose a Super Bowl (laughs) against, you know, someone like that. So, um, yeah. All right, man, that's awesome. Well, uh, we're just uh, plowing all through everything. I love it. Before we get into our picks of the week, I just wanted to mention because we forgot to bring up um, with the NFL news one that uh, Des Bryant being on the practice squad of the Baltimore Ravens. (laughs) Forgot to mention that. I I don't know how how much he really has to be able to offer, you know. Especially if they bump him up to the main roster, I I feel like he just needs to call it call it quits. Um,
1: like you said, he hasn't played in two years, right? It's like two plus three years, something like that. Yeah, cause, I, I don't know why they would sign him. Like they have Hollywood, brand have uh Will Fuller. I think Will Fuller's on their team still. I think they have uh, Sneed is who they have. Oh, yeah, Willie Sneed. That's who it is. Not Fuller. Fuller's on the Texans, I think. <laughs> I don't know. So those, two, those two, I get confused. But, yeah, I mean, they have they have consistency at, at the wide receiver position. I'm not sure why, like, why they go out and sign Des Bryant, who hasn't played for two to three years. Like, why are you signing that old guy?
0: Yeah, yeah, I I'm not sure about, you know, why 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 that move is happening, but yeah, I just wanted to point that out cuz I forgot to to mention that uh when we were talking about uh NFL news uh when it comes to that. So, now one of our favorite segments, the NFL pop 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 picks of the week NFL out
2: pop picks of the week. Picks 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 I always, I always love that. It's my, my favorite part of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's uh, let's go over the rankings of uh, for 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 that uh, for how how we've been doing on our picks. Um, so I am seventy-five and a half and twenty-four are seventy and a half
1: and twenty nine. So you're behind by five games, my dude. Yeah, this week was brutal, man. <laughs> I think I think this week was brutal for both of us. Wait, what? This week was brutal for oh, both of us. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Um a couple a couple of them were kind of
2: surprising and we didn't think would happen. Um some of them, uh, I called it even uh, Melanie the Felony when the when the Steelers were beating on the Browns. She was just like, you're going to run that in Chris's face, aren't
1: you? And I was like, oh, A <laughs> little bit. So she even knew. She so was just like, yeah, that's the, you're going to do that.
2: <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, let's, uh, and then you called me um, the Giants game.
3: Kyle Allen, uh, by I'm the way. Misled.
2: Um, but anyways, all right, let's start with the, uh, the first matchup, which is the two and three Lions versus the one and five Falcons. Um, I like it because the screen isn't frozen, so I can actually see like what's going on.
3: Um, All right, I'll start off with
2: uh, this week. I am going to go with the Lions on this one. Uh, I think their their defense is good enough to stop uh, the Falcons and um, Matthew Stafford be able to do some stuff. I know the Falcons came off of that win against the Vikings, but I feel like the Lions are better than the Vikings. So I'm going to go with the Lions on this
1: one. So, Matt Ryan coming off a decent game. The interim coach kind of stepping up and, like, winning his first game. Well, Julio came
2: back, too, which was a big help. This Julio had got, like, over 150 yards and, like, two touchdowns or something like that.
1: Yeah. He tore it up. Problem is, there's a lot of animosity in the locker room. And they're talking about trading Julio Jones away. Yeah. So you have the the owner saying Matt Ryan's not the future of our franchise. And then he's talking about trading Julio Jones away. And it's like there's a lot going on there that I I don't think they're going to be as cohesive of a team. I I think they're going to continue to have to struggle this year. So I'm going to go with the Lions on it.
2: next matchup, I was looking at the injury report, uh, because it's the 4-2 Browns versus the 1-4 and 1 Bengals. I was looking at the injury report, because I know
3: um, Baker Mayfield was having those injured ribs. Excuse me, so I I was not sure if he was going to be playing in this game or not. Um, I don't
2: see him on the injury report. Um, the Bengals it has Joe Mixon out, and it has uh, John Ross the third as questionable. So the Bengals having some big names out, um, but you get to start on this one. Though. Let's, see, let's see which way you go with
1: it. <laughs> right there, I think the Browns. I think the Browns are going to take it. Like even though Mayfield might be a little hurt, um, I think that. They have a strong enough team. They're going to bounce back off of that that Steelers ass whooping. <laughs> like, they, they got beat down. That was bad. It was like it was like back in the inner city when you were getting jumped for your uh, Jordans. That's how bad that was. <laughs> like, so yeah, I think they're going to bounce back, and I, I I don't think the Bengals. I don't think the Bengals are going to be that strong. This year, like we thought they would be all right, but like they they just haven't shown it. And to have Joe Mixon out, like that's gonna hurt them even more. But this is a joke. Um, yeah, I think the Browns actually take this game. All right, awesome. Um, I'm I'm gonna
2: agree with you. I'm gonna go with the Browns. Um, like like you said, the Bengals they played against the Colts, they were up by 21 points, and then they end up losing, you know, that's, that says a lot about your team, um, you know, I feel bad for Burrow, but it's just, you know, he's not gonna be able to have a year like he did at LSU, that's what happens when you're the number one pick, you go to a team where you don't have that many weapons usually, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Browns as well on this one, um, even just with their defense, um, you know they can bounce back and be able to, to get the win. Um, the next matchup is the five and O Steelers versus the five and O Titans. So this is the battle of the undefeated. This should be really really good, and you know this will determine uh, a lot, especially with our our top five. You know when we do it. Um. Do you go with the really good defense in the Steelers? Do you go with the really good run game with the Titans? The Titans defense isn't too shabby either. They're, they're good. They're decent. Um. Gosh. This, I'm just so torn. This almost like a fifty-fifty when it comes to this. Um. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll go with the Titans. I'll go with the Titans on this one. Um. Know, see, let's see if the run game in Tannehill can do something against that Steelers defense. Um, you know, AJ Brown and you know, everything that he, he brings to the table as well. Um, so yeah, that's 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 what I'm gonna
1: go with. I'll go with the Titans. All right, I'm gonna go against you on this one. I picked him number one for a reason, and I think. I think Derrick Henry is still going to get his yards. I still think he's going to tear up. But I, I think it's going to be the Steelers' defense is going to dominate. They're not going to have a good passing game. Tannehill might 200 yards. like they're, they're going to shut him down. Um, they're not going to be able to shut down Derrick Henry, like I said. Nobody can shut down the Incredible Hulk. But, yeah, it's the Steelers. They're, they're going to take the game.
2: All right. Fair enough. I like it. Um The next matchup is the three and three Panthers versus the three and two Saints. So
1: you get to start off on this one. Oh, this one's terrible. <laughs> the Saint The Saints always play good against their division rivals, and then the Panthers are in their division. The Panthers, we thought they were looking good and then they just fell apart last week. Like I have no idea what happened to them. They just didn't even show up to the game. Teddy Bridgewater throws like two or three picks. Didn't even throw for 250 yards. Like, I mean, it it was not a good game. They just did not show up. You know, I I have to go. The Saints are really really good in their division, so I have to go with the Saints on this one. Alrighty, Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna agree with you on this one. Um,
2: I'm gonna go with the Saints because you know Drew Brees and. Playing and lights out. Um, I'm pretty sure they finally get Michael Thomas back,
3: right? I think this is his first game yeah. back. So,
2: you know, I think Breeze will make sure that he gets the ball a lot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to go with the Saints in this one. Um, the next matchup is the four and two Bills versus the zero and six Jets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why are we even doing this one? Like, like Bills done. <laughs> Well, who, go- who goes first in this one? Me or you? It's me. Bills done. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, if you're not gonna do actually, no, no, this was you. This was you first. I'm sorry.
2: Well, that's what I. That's what I figured. But it sounds like you weren't gonna. You weren't gonna do it anyway. So I'm gonna do it. I'm locking it up. <laughs> the bills, man.
1: Lock. Well, it's your pick first. So up.
2: lock it up. Guarantee. <laughs>
1: Ah, lame. All right. Yep, I'm going with the Bills. Like, have to talk about it. It's not even.
2: First, I was like, "How did he not lock that? Like, that's an easy lock."
1: Because I knew it wasn't really my my turn to go first. I was being nice.
2: (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, All right, the next matchup is the uh, two and four Cowboys versus the one and five Washington football
3: team. Uh,
1: this would be really funny if Washington won because then it would be like a three-way tie for first. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so bad. That's so, so bad. Um, this one's tough. Uh, there is actually rumors that the Cowboys are trying to trade for Sam Darnold, quarterback of the Jets. Wow, with Dak Prescott going down, talking him in because they don't think that that big red can actually do it, so they're bringing in another big red. (laughs) Makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys on this one.
3: All right, all right.
0: Um, Cowboys, man, coming off of uh, a, a tough loss, Zeke had like two fumbles. I think they had like a couple of interceptions, like. Not looking good at all. Just absolute garbage. Um, so it's it's hard for me to pick the Cowboys
2: because of that hard loss that they took. But the Washington
0: football team is so so bad. Um, I think they'll bou- the Cowboys will bounce back. I think the Cowboys have always had the Redskins or the Washington football team's number.
2: So I'm I'm gonna go with the Cowboys as well. So. <laughs> Ah, right in your face.
0: Um, <laughs> all right, next matchup is the four and one Packers versus the one and five Texans. Uh, so I get to go Beautiful. first on this one. Um, yep. You know, I know who you're going to pick because you're going to go with the Texans because you're the kiss of death for, for them. But I'm going to go with the Packers. Um, I know they had that hard loss against the 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 Bucs and Aaron Rodgers kind of dropped down in the MVP conversation. But um, I, I can't see the Packers having two bad games in a row. And plus the Texans are... Are,
1: are terrible. So, That's going with the Packers. All right. So I'm going to lock this one. Oh. As the Packers. Oh,
2: <laughs> go with the lock. You win against your Texans. How dare
1: you? <laughs> yeah, I go against them and they answer. But I don't think they're going to win this one. I don't think they have enough to stop the, the Packers offense. I really don't. Man,
0: I thought you were going to put it in as your upset. You're going to pick
1: the Texans. (laughs) No, that's gross.
0: (laughs) Um, All right, so the next matchup is the 4-2 Buccaneers versus the 3-2 Raiders. It was scheduled for the Sunday night game, but I think the Raiders had some COVID-19 people uh, come up. Uh, so they moved it up, and so now it's at um 4.05 Eastern time, so it's no longer the Sunday night football game. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, you get to start with this one.
1: So uh, it's my team, but it's also the battle of John Gruden's teams.
0: Oh, that's true. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so honestly, I, I'm going to throw this as my upset and say the Raiders are going to take it. They're going to be playing at home, and Tampa is one and two on the road. They're not so good on the road. They're undefeated at home, but they're one and two on the road. Uh, All right. So, yeah, it's going to be the Raiders.
0: All right. I like it. Um, I kind of was thinking about when I was looking at the matchups, I was thinking about maybe doing the Raiders as an upset as well Um, but, you know, for that. But then I saw a different matchup that I'm going to use it for. Um, man, the, the Bucks coming off that big win against the, against the, the Packers. Um, everyone kind of thought the Packers were going to, you know, roll on them and keep, keep, keep going of what they were doing. Um, the Raiders looking good against the Chiefs. Um, man, oh man, uh, I'm going to go against the. I'm going to go with the Bucks, uh, especially since, uh, they came off that big win.
1: Flip <laughs> the flag upside down.
0: <laughs> um, like I said, I think they'll they'll be able to to go in and and get a win. Um, it's going to be close. It's going to be a tough matchup, um, but I think they'll they'll be able to get it done. Um, all right, next matchup is the five and one Chiefs versus the two and three Broncos. Broncos coming off a win against the Patriots. That's one that me and you both got wrong. Uh, With our picks last week Uh, Very surprised, very shocked Especially um, Playing against a Patriots team That is Like in third place in the division I can't remember the last time the Patriots Were in third place in their division Um, But uh, Let's see No, you went first last time so I get to start this time It's a no-brainer going with the Chiefs They're one of my top five picks So I definitely got to go with them Um, Like you said, the Broncos are not that good. I don't know how they pulled off that win against the Patriots. I think it was just Cam Newton coming off not playing for so long. But, yeah, definitely
1: Chiefs. So the Broncos didn't just beat the Patriots. They dominated the Patriots. Like, it wasn't a huge score, but the time of possession was ridiculous. I think it was like – I think it was like 36 to 24 minutes. Oh. Like, it was insane how much the Broncos held the ball and how well they actually shut down the Patriots. They did great. And I hate saying that. That made me puke in my mouth because I hate the Broncos more than any other team. <laughs> <laughs> but I I did say, I will never take the Broncos. <laughs> So, yeah, Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Never picking the Broncos. Um, Even though the Chiefs are in my division as well. But that, I mean, that's, that's a surefire right there, like the Chiefs playing the Broncos. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, all right. The the next matchup,
0: uh, talking about the Patriots coming off that loss, is the 3-3 49ers versus the 2-3 and Patriots. Um, this one is a, an interesting matchup. The 49ers coming off a big win against the Rams. Um, I think the Rams could have easily won that game. We just had a bunch of miscues, a lot of dropped balls, a lot of penalties that shot us in the foot. Um,
1: But, yeah, you get to start off. Steal my pick, huh? Yeah. I was like, you're going to steal my pick? No. (laughs) Um, I think 49ers are coming off a big win, but it's a division win. Division wins are always tough. Like, they're always close-fought games. It doesn't matter if it's an 0-6 Jets team versus a 4-2 Bills team. Like, it's going to be a close game. They're they're not blowouts, you know, because they're divisions. they see other twice a year. Um, the Patriots coming off a really tough loss against a really crappy Broncos team. They, they should have won that game. There's no excuse that, that they lost that game. But that being said, I'm going to have to go with the 49ers on this one because they're kind of starting to show some promise and some highlights of what they did last year. They're still not the same team, but I think they're better than the Patriots are. All righty. Fair
0: enough. I'm going to go against you and actually go with the Patriots. Um, I don't think Bill Belichick loses two games in a row. It's just not in his DNA, not in his blood. And I'm sure they're going to make sure that Cam Newton is more prepared this time and and ready to do what he needs to do to win the game. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the, the the Patriots on this one. Um, don't think that the uh, the 49ers defense will will be able to take the blitz. Um the next matchup is the one in five Jaguars versus the one in four Chargers. So a scintillating one team, you flip around their dude <laughs> One, team, uh, well, one upside team down at each <laughs> other. So uh I get to start off first with this one. Um I'm actually gonna go I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Um, I think Herbert looks good. I think he's gonna shred up that Jaguars crappy defense. Um, they're they're just going to play really well. I don't think the Jaguars have anything on offense or defense. The Chargers, at least, have something going for them on offense with Herbert.
1: So, I'm going to agree with you on this. I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. I think Herbert finally gets his first win as a starter. Um, honestly, because yeah, the, their their offense has looked great. They've been because of him. They've been in. That they've played. They've just had really like nail biting losses. They're a good. They're actually a good team, and I hate saying that because they're in my division. <laughs> but I, I'm okay with them being on the bottom of the division right now. But I think they actually get this win against the Jaguars.
0: righty. cool, cool. All right, now the new Sunday night game, since uh, the Raiders got pushed out of it, <laughs> is the. 5-0 uh, and o Seahawks versus the 4-2 and two Cardinals. Um, you get to start off with this one.
1: I think this is going to be the matchup because it's in the division that's actually going to decide the division. And I think this is the one where Tyler Murray steps up and gets the win.
0: All right. I like it um yeah based on record I'm gonna agree with you and I'm gonna pick in my upset pick I'm gonna go with the Cardinals I think uh that the Cardinals uh offense with Murray running the ball and um uh, DeAndre Hopkins they're gonna put it on this the Seahawks I think the Seahawks defense will get exposed um with how good the Cardinals offense is um you know, I, Russell Wilson will keep them in it. I think it'll be a close game because I mean, Russell Wilson is MVP runner right now, so I think he'll keep them in it. But the Cardinals will will come out with the W in my in my upset pick. Um, once I saw that further down, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with that as an upset. So, <laughs> um, which which one was your upset? I can't remember now. You picked an upset
1: Raiders. The Raiders, that's right, that's right Okay. Raiders over Tampa
0: Alrighty, so uh, the Monday night football game uh, And Only one Monday night football game now Yep, the uh, L.A. Rams Versus the Chicago Bears The Bears at 5-1 The Rams at 4-2 The Bears have always kind of had The Rams number in the past With their defense They've always been able to slow down the Rams offense Um Let's see I think you went first with the Cardinals so I get to go first this time um the Rams coming off that hard loss against the the 49ers um, I don't think Sean McVay has ever had back to back losses I can't remember but I'm pretty sure it's been he's been pretty good at not losing back to back games I'm pretty sure um the Bears have been a surprise um I I don't know how they're getting these wins um but I think the Rams are mad that they lost against the 49ers they should have won that game like I said they just had mental mistakes um Aaron Donald was told in an interview that he's never sacked Nick Foles and so he said to in the interview he said thank you for the motivation so Aaron so Aaron <laughs> Donald is ready To wreck the Bears. Uh, So I'm going to go with my Rams. I can't can't go against them. So picking the Rams.
1: (laughs) So what was weird about that Rams game is they were talking about the Rams 49ers game. They were talking about how dominant Aaron Donald has been and how strong he is. The 49ers shut him down. Like he had, I think he... I don't think he got a sack. No. But he had like he had like three pressures on Garoppolo. That's it. In the entire game. That's unheard of for Aaron Donald. Yeah. And I think the Bears are gonna watch to figure out how the hell they stopped Aaron Donald. But I don't think the Bears have the offensive line that the Niners do. Because yeah, I mean Mike McGlinchey, Trent Williams, like they, they're a strong team. Yeah. And Aaron Donald, like Aaron Donald did struggle. But I don't think he's gonna struggle against the Bears. And I'm saying he's probably gonna get three or four sacks against him. he's gonna tear him apart. He's gonna make Nick Foles wanna go retire and go be a preacher again. <laughs> the Rams are gonna take this game.
0: <laughs> All right, awesome. I love it. Um I I always like when the the Rams get picked. Um and then the, the Thursday night game coming up would be the one and five Falcons versus the three and three Panthers. Um I, I picked I picked a Monday night first, so you get to start off with this one.
1: What is it with Thursday night games this year? <laughs> like there there's seriously been like one good Thursday night game. Yeah. And I think that was wasn't that the, the Chiefs. When did the Bucks Bills. and Packers play?
0: No. no.
1: When did the Packers and, and Bucks play? Was that Monday?
0: No, they played on Sunday. Okay. No, the Bill yeah, I, the I Bills and the Chiefs were supposed to play Thursday, but then with the with the Bills playing on Tuesday, they had to push they had to push it back and so they didn't have a Thursday night game that week. So that's right. I right. think that's been the only good matchup that They've had so far
1: <laughs> yeah this is this is not biting well for Thursday Night football to continue like, <laughs> I, I love having Thursday Night football, but put some damn winning teams on there like this is stupid, <laughs> but for this game i'm I'm gonna go with the Panthers. it is an interdivision rivalry, but I think the Panthers are stronger than the Falcons uh, choke City choke City <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna agree
0: with you. I'm gonna go with the Panthers on this one. Um, can't 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 bet too many times on Choke City. Um, you know, not not a good uh, money thing if you're putting money on it. So, yeah, can't can't go with them very often when it comes to that. <laughs> um, Alrighty, awesome. Well, we, we got our our picks of the week
2: done. Um, we talked about uh, the World Series when it comes to that. Um, the, the only thing I, you know, would want to cover uh, before we wrap things up maybe is just uh, a little bit with uh, football. Um, well, college football, sorry. College football. Just because
3: um, the the Big Ten, and uh, well, the Pac-12 isn't starting yet, but the Big Ten is finally playing their games.
2: Um, they're all starting. Um, the big one to keep the eye on is number five, Ohio State. Versus Nebraska. If Ohio State comes out and like annihilates Nebraska, I honestly could see Ohio State just jumping up to the first spot already. You know, even with having one game under their belt, I could see them jumping up and and, and being in the playoffs already. So um, I think everyone wanted Ohio State to be in the playoffs, but with them not playing any games yet, they haven't. They haven't been able to. So. Um, I'm trying to
3: look Oh, And then the other one for Big Ten Number 18 Michigan versus Number
2: 21 Minnesota um, Michigan Ironically enough with Harbaugh This is the first Quarterback that he has recruited From high school Since he's been coaching at Michigan Which is hard to believe I can't believe that But this is the first quarterback that he has personally Picked from high school That is hard to- Um, so I don't, I don't know like how, how well that's going to go for Michigan. I know they wanted, um, Michigan to be, you know, in the playoffs. They always want Michigan to beat Ohio State. That's why they brought Harbaugh in, but Harbaugh hasn't been able to to get it done. Do you feel if Harbaugh doesn't have a good year, it's going to kind of be it for him in coaching
3: in college? Yeah, I think I think that'll
2: that'll be a big a big uh, uh, a big test for them, especially two ranked teams going against each other at 18 and 21. So, um, yeah. So, just wanted to bring up a little bit of uh, you know college football for that. Um, the The big thing last weekend was the uh, Alabama versus uh, Georgia game you know, because it was number three versus number two. Um, Alabama stomps them 41-24, to so Alabama absolutely crushing them. Basically, setting up where most likely it could be Clemson versus Alabama in the National Championship game. Um, But Georgia, because of that loss, drops down to number four, and then uh, Notre Dame goes up to number three. I think... uh, Oof. Don't die on me. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> then the... Um, uh, I feel like Notre Dame is kind of like a pretender. I think they kind of just have them in there just because of COVID and not being able to have other teams ranked in there. Um. So, so yeah. Potentially, I could see Notre Dame getting kicked out and then Ohio State you know, being put up there, and then Georgia dropped down from number two to number four because of the loss, so ironically enough, I did tell Melanie the felony when I was watching that game, I said I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia was still in it, um, even after losing to Alabama, so they're, they're such a big-name school that one loss didn't really affect their, their chances of getting in, you know, of being out of the, the playoffs as of right now, so... Yeah, exactly. You know, if you're, if you're in the, the top uh, echelon of college football teams, then it helps. You know, if you're in Alabama, if you're in Georgia, Ohio State, any of those teams, like you're, you're going to get more leeway than some of the other teams. Um, all right, cool, man. Um, I'm going to be going and hanging out with uh, one of my friends at VGOS to watch the uh, UFC pay-per-view here in a little bit. Um, it's gonna be uh kabib versus uh Justin Gaethje, which will be cool because kabib uh has never lost um Gaethje is the interim interim champ um so we'll see who the undisputed champion will be uh they're fighting in Dubai, so that means in early early fights it'll be at two o'clock eastern time. Um, which I kind of like because then I don't have to stay up super late just to watch the fights. Um, so that's what I'll be doing. Do you have anything
0: fun planned for t-
2: today or for tomorrow? Oh, uh, righty. Well sounds good then well we appreciate everyone listening and as always
0: we uh appreciate the comments uh you know keep them keep them coming keep posting them uh you can always listen to us oh go ahead
2: oh,
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> boom mic drop <laughs> um <laughs> always
2: always i always forget that i'm glad that i have you to remind me
0: uh about that um but yeah, Earl Thomas still not signed yet. But listen to us on Anchor, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the major places. Catch us out on Facebook, Sports Harder Podcast, catch us out on Instagram, sports underscore harder underscore podcast. Um check us out on Twitter at Sports Harder P capital S capital P. Um check us check us out uh you know add all those places, um, YouTube, check out our YouTube channel. We're having fun with doing that and putting that together. Um, I think we had like 15 views for the last episode. So, you know, subscribe to it, hit that subscribe button. Uh, that way you'll know when a new video comes, comes out each week. Um, I almost forgot to mention the the YouTube thing. I'm so used to mentioning everything else. Um, we're getting closer and closer to our 100th episode. Can you believe that? Almost, almost to 100. Um, I never would have thought when I first started doing this podcast that you know it, it would it would continue this far and this long. So um, it, it's it's been a lot of fun. I, I have my brother-in-law uh, working on our, our new logo. So, new logo to come out soon. Uh, we'll be posting that on on all of our on all of our social media stuff. Um, anything else that you want to add before we wrap it up? Awesome, cool. Well, until next week, we will catch you guys on the flip side.